Fish B, are you upset? Are you consumed by shock and outrage? Me neither. Fish B over there on the base. Bonjour amigos. Welcome back. Glad you're here. Shock and outrage amongst the political establishment or something that Trump didn't change his tune during the very exciting town hall in New Hampshire. More shock and outrage that the leading candidate for the Republican nomination, you know, Trump, shock and outrage that the leading candidate was allowed to speak and therefore lie because that's what happens when he speaks. It's kind of the deal. There was more shock and outrage that the Republican audience of Trump voters laughed when Trump talks because that's also what happens when Trump speaks to a Republican audience. They laugh. But shock and outrage. How dare he not suddenly out of nowhere uh, disband and, 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 and disengage from his 2020 election lies? What You, you thought suddenly he was going to turn the corner? He had some kind of epiphany, some kind of paradigm shift? He went to the, a golden corral of truth and now he refuses to tell a lie? Come on. His comments on Ukraine did make news. He'd have it ended! In 24 hours, at which point potential Republican presidential competition, former New Jersey governor, ABC contributor, Chris Christie, instantly went to Twitter. He's like, he would end it in 24 hours because he's Putin's puppet and he would give Ukraine to Putin. That's it. War over. That will be something for the Republicans to decide. And of course, there, there was shock and outrage that he mocked E. Jean Carroll. It was gross. I mean, coming a day off after being found liable for sexual abuse and defamation, did it slow him down at all? No. No, it was disgusting, but it was not shocking, and it was not outrageous. When it started to get really good from about 60 minutes to 70 minutes, I wanted my full 90 minutes, but it only went 70. Apparently, CNN felt the need to get into their three hours of post-Trump thing in New Hampshire coverage like 20 minutes early because it's not like they had the entire rest of the night to break it down, but it only went 70 minutes. The criticism of Caitlin Collins is inevitable, but misguided, totally misguided. I mean, what more did you want from her? It's really easy to say you would do better or your network would do better when you're not the one doing it. A lot of armchair quarterbacking going on. My initial thought, or at least macro takeaway after watching a few minutes of the thing, and maybe this thought occurred to you, maybe it didn't, but I'm watching it, and a few minutes into it, and I'm watching Caitlin Collins do her best, and I'm watching Trump look all kind of weird stuffed into that chair and refusing to unbutton his coat to let his belly out, but I'm listening to the audience, and I'm just watching the thing. 
And I had this thought, which you may find shocking and outrageous, and hopefully I'm wrong. But my thought was, oh, fuck. Trump's going to win. I'm not sure how. I'm not sure why. He's going to win. That was that was my thought is, oh, fuck. Trump is going to win. Because it's not like there's a particularly strong candidate on the Democratic side to fight back against the Trump madness. Because here's the thing about America. And maybe this is why after watching just like five minutes of it, I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, God damn it. This crazy motherfucker is going to do it again. He's going to win. In America, when appealing to the masses and in fairness, not their fault, but in fairness, most voters who vote in the presidential election just don't follow this stuff as closely as you and I do. So in America, when appealing to the masses, and this is unfortunately true, but it's fucking true in this age of mass media, how you look when you're saying it is not just as important, it's more important than what you say. How you look when you're saying it. When these debates fire up, in a few months. If you want to know who wins a debate, watch it on mute. It's sad but true. How you look when you're saying it in American politics is even more important than what you say. My other takeaway, Fishby, and get ready here. This happened on the uh, on the second commercial break. Who the fuck is Perry Johnson? Who, who the fuck is reality show presidential candidate Perry Johnson Fishby? I've never even heard of this person, but apparently he's running for president. He's got a website. It's a reality show and the whole thing's online and he's not going to win, but he's having fun. I googled him because, you know. I'm real committed to the podcast. We'll get to your questions in a second, but this is important. In 2022, this Perry Johnson couldn't get 15,000 signatures to run for governor in Michigan. And upon that failure, he thinks to himself, you know what job I would be good at? President. Written some book called Two Cents to Save America. He's also the author of some thrilling textbooks about factory quality control if you want to get the whole library. He once got in trouble with the government for abusing fax machine privileges, and I think that's really cool. <laughs> Apparently you can't send out 11.8 million unsolicited fax machine messages, faxes, facsimiles. Perry Johnson learned that lesson the hard way. All right, Fishby. All right. Okay. Yo, it's me, Fishby. And would you feel more comfortable in the new gender-neutral pants from Levi's? And what's on tap for Mother's Day? 
And what the fuck is an everything shower? Really hit the metaphorical bar ball out of the metaphorical park today, Fishby. Wow. Would I feel more comfortable in the new gender-neutral pants from Levi's? Apparently this is a thing. There's a growing market for gender-neutral pants. I feel like the fit would be wrong, but what do I know? I'm no skeleton expert. Nor am I an expert in the construction of pants. But Levi's not scared of any Bud Light Dylan, Dylan Mulvaney backlash. They say, you know what? We've done the research. And there's a market out there for gender-neutral pants. And when it comes to pants, we're Levi's. I mean, they have 8,000 fits. What do you prefer, Fishby? I think I like the... I think I like the 559s. Five, five There's too many. There's too many. Uh, gender neutral pants, finally. Thank you, Levi's. And what's on tap for Mother's Day? Hopefully, some Game 7 NBA playoffs. That would be nice, wouldn't it? I know that's what my mom wants. I believe my grandma who calls the shots since she just turned 97 over at her uh, it's not necessarily a retirement home but only old people live there in like all these all these apartments and they do this big uh, like buffet dinner every night for the for, for the residents and, and my whole daggum family has been invited to this thing and I'm gonna go and God bless my grandma I love her to death she's the only reason I'm going I mean my mom's going so it's like the whole thing it's her mom but every time I go to dinner at this place it just unfortunately reaffirms the conclusion that I'm I'm just not a very good person and I have no desire to get really, really super, super, super fucking old. Makes me want to start smoking again and kick the can in my 60s. Like a responsible person. There's just something about eating. And, and if this doesn't affect you in this way, that's good. Because that means that you're a really, really good person. And this is, this is where my flaws bubble to the surface. But candidly, enjoying a delicious Mother's Day buffet and looking around the table. And I don't exactly find it inspiring. Find myself wondering how quickly I can exit that situation. But I'm not... I mean, I'm not a horrible person, but I'm clearly not, like, the best. Like, I won't get any votes for Pope, you know, or Dalai Lama or anything like that. And what the fuck is an everything shower? It's, it's all the, you know, the Gen Zs and the Millennials, the Zillennials. 
They take really, really, really long showers. Like they crank Taylor Swift and it goes like for two, three hours. They're, you know, double, triple exfoliating. Shaving here, shaving there. But they say it's very therapeutic. Opportunity to practice self-love and really take care of yourself. Seems like a lot to me. I don't... I mean, I, I like a good shower, but two to three hours in the shower? I feel like I can do the everything shower in 30, 40 minutes tops. And I'm using multiple kinds of shampoo. I mean, I got to use like the coal tar stuff because I have a very mild case of psoriasis that is never debilitating. Just annoying. Yeah. Multiple shampoos. I gotta, I gotta shave. You know, you, you, you brush your teeth in there. You can do, you do the whole thing. Do the whole thing, Fishby. But these millennials doesn't seem like a very uh, environmentally sound practice. I mean, there's times in California where you can get in big trouble for watering your lawn or washing your car, and these people are taking three-hour showers. Yeah, what do I know? What do I know? I'm not a good person, which will. Be clearly demonstrated at Mother's Day dinner where I'm just looking at my fucking watch more than I'm looking at my plate. And I love these people. Just not enough to be a good person, apparently. Just sad. But reality. All right. Uh, word to your mother. Have the best weekend ever. If you can't be safe, at least be lucky. I love you lots. Back on Monday, as we are every Monday through Thursday, 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific. Till then, say adios, Fishbee.